What's up, what's up? This is the Chop by T podcast where we get real, raw, authentic conversations. I am your host, T. And to the very far right of me, we got my brother, my dear brother, the honorable, the inconquerable Roscoe. Tell him what's up, Scott. Yo, what's up, what's up? And in the middle, we got the multi talented, the extremely funny Jabal. Tell him what's up, man. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? <laughs> Hey, we're glad to have you on today. Listen, yeah, yeah, I, I fancy myself as a comedian. I want to let everybody know who's watching this. We had a whole different theme we was going to go, but we're yeah. going to go right off the cuff right now. I call myself a comedian, and the mother of my child tell me, hell nah. She said, I'm not that funny. I think I'm the funniest motherfucker Man, walking around. That's messed up. <laughs> she said I think you got a lot of funny moments. No, I'm funny, bro. Like, I can think of whole skits. I don't just have funny moments. What the fuck? Who are you? <laughs> Who are you? Damn. I'm just saying, though. <laughs> this bland ass nigga gonna call and say I have funny moments. Like, he gonna try to downplay me like that? Man, that's crazy. Your confidence, and he said you were impudent. Yeah. That's crazy. This, this nigga sit beside me every week. Yeah, motherfucker, moments. you just cocky. You are all right. You ain't funny You alright Sherman Sherman Club Like damn That's crazy He funny though I get funny What I always find though With with most comedians Is that It's all rooted in pain Man At least you know So I have to honestly tell you Before we go into a whole spiel That is an actual fact You find most people That make others laugh They're the ones in the most pain That's crazy Man, yeah. not too many people really understand that, nor do they recognize that. Mm-hmm. So you might actually be a funny motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you to know that, you yeah. must be funny. That's yeah. actually how I deal with a lot of uh, bad shit that go on in my life. I make jokes about it. Make jokes yeah. about it. Like, you got I ain't going to sit around and be sad about this shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make jokes mm-hmm. about it. Hey, that shit happened. It is what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. As of late myself, I've been going through a rough patch, and that's, that's kind of where I've been finding solace in comedy. You Man. know, so I can definitely relate to that. You know what? What? How did you get to comedy? Tell us a little bit about you. Okay, so I'm from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, my entire life, man, I have dealt with all forms of abuse. Mm-hmm. Like, and most people say, "Yeah, I was abused because my mom wouldn't let me go outside." No, no, motherfucker, I was abused. Um, for an example, my middle finger. I don't know if you can actually see that. Mm, At the age it. of four. My uncle stuck my hand in the leaf blower, and mm. he took it to the very back where the blades were spinning. Mm. It cut off four fingers, and this finger took the most damage. Mm. Either way, all forms of abuse except drug abuse, we were never around drugs, anything from child molestation, from et cetera, et cetera. Mm. Beaten on, starved, like it was just one of those situations. As I got older, um, I started being like a clown to mask that pain. Like you can't sit around and have the temerity or the audacity to blame somebody if you're not going to change it yourself. So I took took all that pain and started making jokes out of it, even being poor and homeless and whatever, whatever. People found that funny because I made it funny. I don't Mm -hmm. think they were actually laughing at me. They were more so laughing with me. I found it to work. I, I saw that it helped other people, you know, and I just kept going off of it. Eventually, they came up with this app called TikTok and some other stuff. <laughs> I also got into music. I was homeless at the age of 15. Uh, we got evicted. And my um, she's now my grandma. She's not biologically inclined to me, but she came to my school and she said, your stuff is outside. I was like, oh, yeah, it's, it's whatever. I just, then I thought about it like, wait, this ain't, she ain't talking about my locker stuff, like my notebooks and pens and pads. She she talking about my house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I ran out to school. I ran down the street. 
just to save my Nintendo 64 and Super Nintendo. They could have everything. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. That's all I wanted. Uh, yeah, and I yeah. still got it. Today, I had the Super Nintendo since I was like five. Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, I'm going to save my games. Mm-hmm. People laugh. You know, whatever, whatever. Joined the military six years later. I was homeless for about six years from 15 all the way up to like 21. Joined the military, never looked back. I freaked around and damn, got retired at the age of 25. I asked God before I joined the military, I said, God, I'm sick of this shit. But I wasn't talking as calm as I was. I was in the car screaming, crying, hollering. I said, I'm tired of this shit. Like, you got to have something better for a nigga. Like, there's no way you giving all these, man, I hated to say it like that, but all these white folks. They're heaven here on earth <laughs> And you leaving me in hell <laughs> Fix it or I'ma fix it yeah, Like yeah. I was at my wits end at that point mm-hmm. And man being an antiquated soul Meaning old school old fashioned mm-hmm. Cause my grandma used to take us to church and stuff Man I went to God 24 hours later man I bullshit you now I don't even think it was 24 hours A recruiter called me and said Come in here and make a 31 on this ASVAB Better yet nigga I can give you a 32 yeah. <laughs> I fail a test If that's what you want me to do yeah. <laughs> I'm going to fail it superbly. Watch this shit in. <laughs> Gave him a 32, and he said, man, with this score, I can actually. Damn, Rosa. Look at Rosa. Rosa just been talking to us. I don't know. But overall, he, he called me. He said, come on in. He saw the score. He said, man, I can get you in as an 88 mic, which is a truck driver. I went overseas, went to Afghanistan after basic training. Got hurt, and they gave me a retirement. I have not looked back since, and I've just been laughing my entire way up. Um, you go into that no more, though, how, how you get hurt? Yeah, we um, keeping that shit, too, where I, I had to tape some yeah, shit yeah. up and shit. It's pure comedy, <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. So, um, man, I don't know if y'all know what an IED is. It's a improvised, yeah. yeah, it's an explosive device that mm-hmm. they create. So they can take this microphone, hook it up with some wires, and you walk over it, it blows up. We were in the truck, and we were driving on the road. And these trucks can take up to like 700 and some odd pounds of explosive devices. And underneath is a V-cut. So if it does blow, Mm -hmm. the explosion goes like this instead of just going up and blowing you to Simmerini's or whatever the case was. So either way, we were driving and we got hit. Um, When we got hit, everybody in my truck got rattled around. It kind of messed up some of my insides and broke a few bones. I lived. I honestly believe that God had a plan for me. I wasn't even supposed to be on that mission. Um, that was the first time I actually, I, I did some, I had to drop somebody. And that was the first time and it ruined me. Um, somebody told me not to go on that mission. He said, stay out of this. He said, you still hurt. You shouldn't even be out here. You can't even wear body armor. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I'm tired of sitting in the office drawing on pieces of paper and shredding these little things. Like I draw like little stick people and I put the little on amount of peels around them, like boom, pow. And they mm-hmm. screaming. I said, man, I'm bored. So I went out being hard headed. And end up dropping somebody In doing so They attacked us as well um, And I got hurt After I came back They found a tumor in my neck They put some plugs in my stomach Put some screws in my feet I was like hey I'm the first nigga at 25 That I know that's retired (laughs) After that after they gave me my retirement Because I was homeless at the age of 15 Through 21 I went back to Atlanta To help out the homeless um, I do that every year on my birthday. Um, instead of being looking for a blessing, I try to be one. Because if you're always asking for something, how can you if you if you're never giving anything mm-hmm. like to anybody else, how can you expect to get anything? So my blessings come from something totally different than 
the average, the average ma- person. Yeah, yeah, than the yeah. average material, mm-hmm. whatever worldly possessions you can get. I got like two houses going on three. Oh. Outside of that, and I'm not bragging, it's just it's a blessing. Mm-hmm. I ain't I came from the slum. Came from nothing. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, man, what's going on? And I mean, if it's yours, it's gonna be yours. Right. God got it for you, so go ahead and get it. Other than that, Outside all this nice conversation, we can get back to the immaturity. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna ask you real quick before we, uh, you know, switch gears. The tumor in your neck was that related to yeah. the accident, or was uh, it something yeah. unrelated? No, so it was actually related to the explode to the explosion explosion. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, the body armor, I guess it tensed up some muscles. Mm-hmm. That muscle created a tumor to protect itself. Mm-hmm. They pulled the big one out, but it's still one sitting on the. The backbone of the neck mm. on the base of my neck, and it's super small. So mm. if they were to pull it and pluck the wrong thing, it's like you might not walk again. Yeah, oh, I said, leave that shit in there and call yeah. his name Bob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bob ain't going nowhere. Yeah, he ain't going nowhere. Rent free. He don't mess with me. I don't mess with him. He ain't got no cancer in him. I said, hey, stay out my way. I stay out his way. Man, honestly, I'll feed you when you're hungry. All you got to do is let me know. Right, like, right. Yeah. 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 So you found comedy. I do you? Uh, is it all uh, online comedy, or do you like perform at spaces? I actually do go to places, um, mm. but most of it, the majority of it, is actually on my TikTok, which mm. is Marquavius. Um, it's actually pronounced Marquavius, but everybody see it as Marquavius. But it's Marquavius Smith Five on um, TikTok. Spell it for me: M A R Q U A V I O U S, and then last name Smith. And then the number five, and then you just pulled me right on up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. make sure y'all go follow him, run this shit oh, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's already up there. Yeah. You know, follow him for some good entertainment. Yeah. Man, look, so comedy. Like I said, I fancy myself to be a comedian. <laughs> like, I am. I'm, I mean, I'm an extremely talented comedian. <laughs> I never got on stage or anything like that, but. How can I you mean, call yourself a comedian? You never got on stage. <laughs> Man, before I actually got on stage, I was doing comedy on. On TikTok and YouTube, so mm-hmm. that doesn't mean and you just, call yourself a comedian, right? Right, all right, right, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's not it's not where you go; it's what you do with what you got. Uh, yeah. 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 What if he ain't had no legs and he couldn't walk on stage? Yeah, yeah he'd be shaking ass or something. Yeah, something he probably like would. Yeah. <laughs> call himself nubbies and put a little pole up and just slide down and crawl on. I kill that shit too. <laughs> One thing about me, I get on the pole. Upper body strength is something else. <laughs> Don't need no legs. <laughs> nah, like, but I said, like, I do. I appreciate the art of coming. I've really been tapped in with coming and just studying it, though. And I just want to be, you know, I, I'll do one day I'm going to work up the narrative to get on that stage. I definitely want to get on and, and, and try something. Like, I I guess in the moments, what what clicked in your head? Because you, you retired now. You can just chill if you want to. What clicked yeah. in your mind? Like, man, let me go ahead and start making these jokes and everything. Uh Somebody laughed at me not having um, a book bag, mm-hmm. and my book bag had a hole in it. Mm-hmm. And because she laughed at it, it kind of played me to the left. Like, damn, now all these women looking, and they're like, "What you gonna say, man? Fuck this. This is just practice." Mm-hmm. I take this book bag home, and I'm practicing for your mama. Yeah. And everybody start laughing. I was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> "Okay, <laughs> I got an audience." So I mean, just like y'all just did. Yeah. I'm like, "Okay." Cute so I kept going, yeah. I was like, "Shit, if, if that was funny, you'd be surprised what I really go through." Shit, yeah. And I just started turning that mm-hmm. into whatever. I mm-hmm. had to stop dwelling on on the past. Now I ain't gonna lie, I had to get over some stuff, but in order to do that, but at the same rate, you can't sit there and dwell on the past. Yeah. Yeah. That should eat you up. That shit is healing. 
Yeah. You know, that's and I think that's where we gotta get to a space of, of just healing as a mm-hmm. people, you yeah. know. You experience something so traumatic in the beginning, you turn that shit into laughter. Yeah. You turn it into laughter every day and everything you do. Yeah. That takes a lot. A lot of people don't get that. They don't understand that. Absolutely. It takes a lot to transition to that. You know, and not only that, and, and you know what? Something else I'm learning about us comedians is that <laughs> child, please. <laughs> something that I'm learning about us comedians is that like we're glutton for punishment yeah you know because not only did you at, at the age of of you know all the ages you went through all this trauma all this thing but you decided to go to the military yeah. <laughs> you know you decided to go to the military and you know not only that you deploy you did everything you had to do it's more trauma it's more things added on to that is it safe to say that what happened to you in that moment when it when you went over the ideas that it was a blessing in disguise yeah oh absolutely uh-huh. 100%. Yeah, uh, a thousand percent. A thousand percent. Yeah. If yeah. I could actually redo my life, I would have to make sure I hit that idea. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it's like that. Yeah. That's crazy, right? Yeah. I would take a plane just to walk over there and just tap just it. Just tap it. You yeah. relive all that pain and everything. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Ooh, that's Man. rough right there. Yeah. Um, it changed my life. In fact, it opened the eyes of some of those around me. Um, like, hey, dang, man, we could have lost you. Because my mom, they, they told my mom or whatever. And she told everybody in the world. Yeah, you you yeah, tell yeah. her a secret. Shit, you might as well go and tell the world anyway. <laughs> like, make a podcast about it because she going to tell you yeah. shit. And they was like, damn, Jamal almost died. And they're like, yeah, he all right, though. They called me because I had my phone on over there. Didn't know my bill was going to be so high. But either way, they called me, emailed me. We talked. They're like, damn, we could have lost you. I'm like, damn, that's crazy. I said, damn, I gotta find another ID. I need some more attention. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you run over some more shit. Yeah. Crazy. If I would have ran over that motherfucker, first thing I would look for if I came to checking yeah. my nuts and shit. Check your shit dick. I still got my dick. Yeah, you need your dick. That's a fact. I need that motherfucker. That's stuff like that happens for real. Yeah, I know, bro. Yeah, I know. I need my dick. Fuck, yeah, fuck that's a foot. torture. I don't yeah. want to live without that motherfucker. Yeah. You can <laughs> take my face off. You can take my hands, but please leave the goods. Please. I yeah. need the goods. Yeah. Nah, man. And, and again, I want to make sure I say, say it on camera. You know, thank you for your service. Yeah. Like, that means a, that just means a lot. Just hearing that Because we go through so much as a people You know yeah. what I mean You came from Atlanta What part of Atlanta If you don't mind me asking Cascade Southwest Atlanta See You come from Atlanta You you know You you had to Deal with so much trauma as In your youth And now you here You know Like you said Two homes working on your third one It really don't get no better Than things like this You know Think about the life that we live in Think about us in America You know And I don't know y'all feelings on Like the U.S. and all of that, but think about the life that we we able to live. You were able to go from this poor young boy yeah. to this, you know, successful man. I mean, that's what you are now. Yeah. Can you yeah. believe it? Sometimes do you feel like you're dreaming? Nah, I feel like nah. I'm still in a nightmare. You still? Uh, no, shit. Yeah. That's deep. That's yeah. deep right there. Talk to me. Expound yeah. on that. Um, people look at the retirements and all the checks that I get, regardless. Um, Man, and not to brag, I almost make almost a hundred thousand just sitting still. And people look at that and like, man, you got it, you got it, you got it. Material don't mean nothing because this is all temporary. As quickly as you got it, you can it can disappear. So what I try to get people to understand is the reason why I use my resources to help everybody else around me is because I can't take none of this with me. The material stuff, such as the houses and the cars, it's miserable. I just got rid of a car. I'm on a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. So I went from Alabama all the way up here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd rather just have a bike 
because all the cars and everything else, all that money I just been spending, honestly, it made me miserable. Yeah. When I got rid of the car, I felt so free. I was like, burden was gone. Yeah, and yeah. I ain't had no car note. I just gave them the car. They said, "Well, we'll give you five thousand. It was a Cadillac." Yeah. I said, "Cool, like works for me. I don't care. I'm gonna just use it for somebody else, anyways." Yeah. So got rid of the car, and as I was walking away from the car lot, I was like, "Damn, thank you, God, man. That shit is off my chest." And I walked home. I was like, "Fuck it, I'm cool." Mm-hmm. Material is shitty. Does money? Does can money make you happy? Me and Skull had this conversation all the time. It cannot, it cannot. because the more that you get. The more that you want mm-hmm. And the more that you want And cannot get Because of what you want It's just gonna make you upset For an example You want one house You get that house And be like You see somebody else's house And be like Dang I want a house that big Then you get a house that big mm-hmm. And then you see somebody else's house That big And you're like Man I want another house I want one that big And it just never ends mm-hmm. Lust doesn't mean Just a sexual thrive for It's not contrived Through just sex It's wants yeah. That you really don't even need. people That's it that's it. Just, just greedy for yeah, no reason. Yeah, for nothing. So you think? What the, oh, okay. No, go ahead. You got it. So you think the more that you have, just make you way more greedy? Uh, it makes me depressed. Yeah. Uh, my mom is still homeless, and it's crazy because she lives in Atlanta, and I told her I would never move back to Atlanta. I said, "Man, you can come stay here, you can come stay there, but I'm not moving to Atlanta." And she seems more free without a house than I am. With a house I was like damn Maybe I should just Fuck my credit up And just Live in my car <laughs> <laughs> But I ain't got no car So I was like damn I can live on the bike But shit I ain't gonna have nowhere to sleep <laughs> In the bike Ain't got no heat No air So yeah. uh, And we always uh, Me and Scott We always had a conversation That I guess What about when you don't have That personality That 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 personality trait, That gluttonous You know View of things You You just want the things I, I view money as something that to buy my time back with, something yeah. to allow me to be with my son. Now, I can live in this and be good, and just in this apartment, in this space, and be good as long as everything is paid and I got every, you know, all my resources. Right. What about when you don't have that? In that sense, does it not buy you that happiness in that moment? It buys you comfortability. Okay. Doesn't mean you're happy. Mm. You're just comfortable. Mm. If I put you in a tub full of warm water and your muscles are hurting, well, that warm water relaxes. It relaxes, I guess, the muscles. Mm. And in that time period, you're just relaxed. Don't mean you happy because tomorrow your ass still got to get up mm. and go work for somebody, and your body is gonna tense back up. You just in that moment, you're relaxed. Money don't buy you happiness, mm. and happiness is a is a thing of the mind. It's it's not. It's not a thing of it's perspective that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not given to you through material. If, if that is what it is, I don't know anybody's religious beliefs, but some of the Ten Commandments make sense. Have no other gods before me. If you're going to worship your coffee table or your TV or whatever you got going on mm-hmm. as a material, then you're already lost. Yeah, What's going to happen when you die? You're going to leave all that shit for me to play with. Yeah. Because when you die, I'm taking your TV. That's good TV. <laughs> what if you can take that shit with you? We just don't know it. <laughs> like, we just don't know We just don't know. Like, it's your TV got a spirit. It just come with you. Man. <laughs> in your mind. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, like, like, it's follow you with yeah, your conscience. Like conscience. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man. Maybe so. That'll be crazy. Maybe not. I want to hit on happiness a little bit. Do you? Like, yeah. What type of happiness? 
I provide you with happiness all the time. <laughs> Here we go. It's some borderline gay shit. It's not gay. You but said I, that. <laughs> but I think it's like it comes from like what I think happiness will be for me one day when I'm comfortable with everything about me. Like I'm not having like those silly thoughts about myself no more. Those negative thoughts about myself. Yeah. And when it comes to the money, I feel like money will give me the opportunity to be like a sole provider for my family. And okay. that will make me happy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, that makes sense. That's that's what I'm trying to reach. When I when I'm able to be a sole provider for everybody around me, yeah. I, that'll make me extremely happy. Man. That's uh, deep. What about the people with in in this instance if you use this uh example, the people who may be around you that are gluttonous, they want more and they pull from you and they pull from you. Won't then in turn it it'll upset you maybe? No. Yeah, it was, I think it will upset it will upset me definitely. Mm-hmm. But that's when you know we set those boundaries. Like Facts. hey, no. No means no. Like, yeah. What they gonna do? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Steal your TV. Nobody's gonna do that. <laughs> Bro, I already got that. I already claimed that. <laughs> that's that's what get. they can do. I mean <laughs> motherfuckers can make your life difficult, man. I thought about it. I was just like, I'm I I've been so close at points in my life to just being a recluse. Just removing myself from all of this Wow Because it's just like uh, It's really what we have This is the pool Of people that we have <laughs> This shit pissy as hell This right. pool of people That we Everybody's have pissing pissy in the pool. Yeah. Like, it's all bad You know And I guess you can have that thought Be pessimistic Or you mm-hmm. can just Look at the The good in things It's all a lesson It's all of this You know Right Because y'all look at my situation Then I look at somebody Like your situation You know they say Comparison is the The thief of joy But sometimes Comparison can be the thing That leads you to enlightenment uh-huh. If you think about it in, okay. in perspective Put it all in perspective Like you look at Certain people's situation You compare It's like Alright Well what I've been through Isn't that bad though Yeah Yeah And I, I You know I'm thankful For for this, the lessons I've learned so you can start putting it all in the context like that, of Absolutely. course, too. For That's sure. True. Yeah. For sure. That makes sense. It's something simple. You can see somebody like just in shape. Yeah. And you be like, Damn, I need yeah. I, I like that they like that. I need to get on my shit. That's what you do. <laughs> Here we go. You don't lie looking at six packs. Motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> be projecting on this podcast. He just be projecting on this podcast. You looking at six packs online? No, no, I don't. I, I see don't, you explore. You want me to say this? I don't go search up six packs. You know, you they just on your explore page. You like them and shit. From if time you stroll and you see the shit, you be like, ah, oh, shit, bro, look nice. You know okay. what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Dude's okay, bro. Oh, nah, you say that. You you the one just said men look nice. Am I making this up? Like the subscriber you have called cannot be reached. Please hang up and dial your number again. We got you in 4K. We just talked about it on the last episode. Shit. Scope being an advocate ass eater. Now he got me thinking all different. He got me thinking all different. We didn't really touch heavy on that shit with you with Chris Brown either. That post on your wall. Bro, I did not have You no had post a poster of Chris Brown on your wall, bro. If you came to my room, first off, you would have seen like NFL players and shit like I that. I did not see none of that. I seen a poster of Chris Brown. No he was like this Brown. with his shirt off rubbing his six back, bro. Come I on. I never seen him on a poster like that. I ain't even going I can pull it up. I <laughs> do the edits. Make it up shit. <laughs> <laughs> if you go look at the podcast, bro, you can come over shit out his ass. No, I don't. Bro. That's not true. That's like, not this true. shit is crazy. <laughs> I feel yeah, like true. a black man in nineteen forties in a in a room full of white women just getting lied on. <laughs> I'm the white woman. <laughs> you the white woman just lied on. 
told me for no reason. <laughs> what was the lady name that um with Emmett Till? What what her Car- name? Carolyn Bryant. Some okay. I was just, I got false information. I don't even want to bring this up now. <laughs> Somebody so, yeah. lied. Yeah, then I believe this shit. I believe niggas. I should have just Google. We got Google. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't Google so, that shit. Somebody's word. Like, I was, oh, right, for real? Yeah. You know, she wrote a book. She wrote a book. She wrote a book, and she actually confesses um, mm-hmm. that everything was a lie. I think the only issue I had with that was the FBI put this lady in hiding because she was an accessory to murder. Mm-hmm. Second problem I had. She waited until Emmett Till's mom was dead, and that was the early 2000s. Final problem that I have, it still shows that America don't give not a single fuck about no one. any of us. No. And I was like, I am really hurt. I began to read the book, and as I got halfway through it, and it's a big book. It's, it's pretty thick. But as I got halfway through it, I couldn't read it no more. What did she even talk about? She talked about what he actually did, how he actually was, um... The motivation behind it, why she did it, because her husband was like, oh, so you're going to protect this nigga. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, well, yeah, he, he did this and he did that. She was kind of coursed into saying some stuff, yeah. but at the same rate, she still had her hand on it. Like she could have stopped it or she could have motivated it and she motivated it. Um, She never apologizes in this book. Never. She never says, I'm sorry. She's more so... I guess remorseful for hurting his mom's feelings. She wasn't sorry that she killed that little boy. Yeah. What was her name again? Carolyn Bryant. Carolyn. Yeah. I thought. So what exactly did he say to her? Um. So Emmett Till, he had um a stuttering problem. Mm-hmm. His mom taught him to whistle to get his words together. Mm-hmm. So when he was talking, he did you know say hey how you doing or whatever. Mm-hmm. He smiled at her. Mm-hmm. He didn't whistle. The whistle that she said he. Whistle was a dog whistle mm. Like ooh ooh Like girl you look good mm. It wasn't that He was probably just talking Trying to talk yeah And he whistles when he talked a yeah. little bit um, At the end They kidnapped him And we know the rest of the story But She lied mm. And FBI did not charge her With anything There's so many instances like that with us yeah. though In American history I believe it will stop It will come to a cease when somebody hits back, they kidnapped us from a from a land we call Africa. And there was a name before Africa, but we're going to use Africa as that name. They kidnapped us from that. They brought us over here and gave us a religion. They told you that Jesus turned the other cheek. And they also told you that he hung on a cross. Mm-hmm. But the image that they give you is a white man. Mm-hmm. What cracker do you know? Hung for no shit that he has ever done. <laughs> if he was a savior... I'm not saying Jesus was not the savior, but that white guy that they depict, his little skinny ass did not carry no damn tree mm-hmm. up a damn mountain to hang for no niggas. Yeah. He didn't do that. Not the one that they're showing you. Yeah. So, mm, I'm not saying anybody's religion is wrong. I'm not saying religion is wrong at all. God did not create religion in the beginning. In the beginning, it was heaven. That was earth. That was it. Mm-hmm. It was man, water, fish, whatever the hell you, you want to put in that picture. But... It was never, it was never that. They said, damn, this, this white dude turned the other cheek. So should you. Yeah. We gonna whip your little ass. Mm-hmm. You ain't no little dude. Now I'm little. So they probably would have had to kill me because I got a smart mouth. Mm-hmm. Like, they whipped your ass, told you to turn the other cheek and keep working for your master. You whoop his ass and he ain't turning his other cheek. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. And they told you to honor that master as well. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Right. So ain't that some shit? Wow, bro. <laughs> ain't that some shit? The motherfuckers did a good job. I'm gonna tell you. I say this all the time. Me and Roscoe said them motherfuckers. Hey, they next level. Yeah. Because even I was watching something just the other day, and I hate to take this direction, but I have to. Like I was watching something the other day on a podcast, and um, it was with two guys, and they were having a discussion, and one said. You know, we out here, we killing each other, and it's all because of the white man, and blah, blah, blah. He's like, no, we not blaming no fucking white man. That's what the other black guy said. We not blaming no fucking white man. We got to take accountability. All right. I agree with both sides of that. We do have to take accountability for the the, the things that we do to each other, especially in today's time. Absolutely. Because we have the information, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I'll, But also, it is they fucking fault. Yeah, and and we can put it, we can take it so many different ways if you want to. We can say that the... um. The, we can we can even just take it back a couple years ago, a couple decades. Redlining, redlining, where they put us in a situation where we was in impoverished yeah. areas, these these food uh food deserts and and, and shit wow. like that, where we was in these areas and we had to fight for resources. Gave all the white people the home loan. Exactly, wow. we had to fight for these fucking resources, and because we had to, and we were no fucking white people around us to fight. We had to fight each wow. other for these resources, right. for this money, for this food, for these jobs, for whatever the case may be, right. and in turn. This generation kills this group of people and they, they band together. They create what they call gangs or organizations. We right. band together and these two groups fight these two groups and it leads to a whole generation of killing, a couple generations. Right. It all started with them putting us in these bullshit areas and not allowing us the same access as they gave our white counterparts. I agree. I agree. I'll preach. We yeah. can talk about it, bro. Yeah. Like yeah. we can. But so many of our brothers be uneducated about the shit. Yeah. And mm-hmm. even when you look at, because you said gangs, and I'm going to take two routes. First off, I'm going to address the gang thing. Bloods, what color? Red. Crips, what color? Blue. KKK, what color? White. What color is your flag? Red, white, and blue. That's some shit. <laughs> That's some shit. That's some shit. That is some shit. Second thing, most of us are without, well, we grew up without our fathers. A lot of us do. Um, but if you take that back, you have to go in the time of slavery when they had um, breeding for men and women. They had farms like cattle. There would be a man, there would be a woman. Most of the time, this one man would go around and smash women. He would be exhausted. And, you know, once we're exhausted, we're exhausted. But they kept making him go. Mm-hmm. They would have babies. They would take the babies and go sell these babies, mm-hmm. just like cattle. The man would separate himself from the woman. Because he didn't want to be emotionally damaged. Mm-hmm. That was a that was an actual thing. Now, granted, mm-hmm. what we do now sometimes is is not that, but that shit embedded. That's where it started, mm-hmm. and over time, it started to collect different ideals and ideas. Once you take a wet sponge and you take take it and wipe it across the floor, you get collections of dirt. Just like an idea, it's like a sponge. You you take it and wipe it across the floor, you get multiple. Microscope, microscopic things of just dirt and different ideas, so they got different concepts. Like it may have started out as one thing, but at the end, it's it ended off as something else. But we grew up without fathers because of a, a trend yeah. of a cycle that started years and years ago, like two hundred years ago, three hundred years ago. Yeah. And you know what's even even more crazy? We got to a space, and a lot of people don't talk about this. Is we got it right up here, Black Wall Street. We got to a place oh, to where man. we began to like get, get back. But even even post all right, post slavery, twelve years 
post-slavery we had amassed so much money i think it was through the freeman bank that's why they call it freeman bank like we had amassed so much money and these motherfuckers just basically like robbed us of all our goods but besides that besides that never mind that we fast forward you know years and years later to a space to where we black wall street we we getting it back again all right we recovering we getting everything back we we doing our thing and and the, the family becomes was it the nuclear family I think is what it's called it becomes the, the a thing in the black community mm-hmm. you got the mom and the dad we getting back to that because one thing about us we resilient we strong right you give us nothing we turn it into something yeah we get back we get back straight the man and the woman is in the house and all these things happen two significant things happen around them times um the introduction and we can even go as far as this one that long ago we can go 80s 70s introduction of crack cocaine that's one that was a big one for us but also um it's a couple of them but the the things that stick out the most to me is introduction to crack cocaine and welfare welfare made it to where this woman can be um uh rewarded for not having a man in the home in a sense yeah you know, granted, it helps some for motherfuckers. Niggas, they play, and I yeah. say niggas purposely. Yeah, niggas, they bullshit, and and they lead the kids, and they all that not good dads, all that shit. We know right. that story, right? But what happened to the woman who, all right, he worked, but he not making that much money like that. Hell, I could just go get on welfare, get this nice house, and, and blah blah blah, and, and he can get live for free and live for free. It created that mindset. So those two things were very significant in us, and I'm just, I'm just curious, you know. To what's going to be the next thing for us mm. What's next Because when they broke us down The crack cocaine yeah. Now it's bad to smoke crack You smoking crack nowadays Like nah you know, you we, with we, yeah. we, we back <laughs> We here we, we back to that place Where we like Want financial Like gain We, we in that space now yeah. What happens Moving forward what? Because we we got the Black Wall Street. They bombed us. They get all that shit. Yeah. What happened? And and then they did this to introduce crack. What happens next? What are these motherfuckers gonna do next? Man, <laughs> man, you know it's crazy to think about. I don't think they gotta do nothing. I think they got the perfect system. What's that? Niggas just getting locked up every day still. Well, yeah. I, even outside Spelling? of that, uh, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, you go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, brother. Willie Lynch. He came up with this diabolical scheme. To trick us into hating each other He said put the light skin Into the house Put the dark skin outside The dark skin will look on the outside Looking in Not knowing we going through the same shit Slavery is slavery regardless Everybody getting their ass whooped But you looking in there Like man he in the air condition I'm out here picking cotton And they looking out there like Damn at least they outside And they get fresh air We in the house so now they jealous of each other and they kicking each other ass And it's like man I hate you because you in there We hate you because you, you out there Willie Lynch said this, his plan, it's a whole plan. He said it will last for 200 years plus. 200 years plus, we still out here kicking each other ass. Yeah, doing yeah. The, it'll stop when we recognize exactly what they have done and what they're doing. Yeah. Protesting and marching is great. I like the idea. I don't like where they're starting. If you want to protest some shit, can't be in the streets saying, give us us free. That ain't going to work. Yeah. You got to attack that shit in the schools because after you get finished outside saying, give us us free, you're going to school tomorrow and you're going to learn that whitewash bullshit. They're embedding the shit into our children. And then they grow up to be us. And the shit is still in our heads. Like, okay, for instance, Jesus. Like, we think he's this white guy. 
Well, most of us know that ain't true. But at the same rate, they're putting it into their heads. School is designed for you to live in a society where you're almost controlled. Like, um, separate myself from the working person. We go to school. We raise our hand to talk. We walk in the line to go to lunch. Uh, can I go to the bathroom? Can I do this? Can I do that? Sit down, sir. Sit down, ma'am. Do you want to? When you go to jail, they do the same shit. Yeah. Time for lunch. Time for this. Even with the children in kindergarten, it's nighttime, lights out type shit. It's yeah. Nap time, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just want to go back to some. A lot of people don't know, and it's a lot of realness to the to that Willie, to the Willie Lynch thing. A lot of people don't understand that I think that was, and the Willie Lynch the the whole the whole book the everything don't you know I had read or seen that um, that wasn't even an actual person damn like that wasn't even an actual person Willie Lynch wasn't a person or, or something to that effect and I'm gonna have to I would need Kenan to Google that's what I'm trying to give him a sign right now to Google yeah. you know he's not really looking doing that right now <laughs> but <laughs> Willie Lynch I don't think he he was actually a real person I think that was, but the systems and the ideas of that is is a is a, a an actual thing You yeah. understand what I'm yeah, saying absolutely and, and like I guess uh, Going back to what I was saying earlier Is it Is it the Will we self-destruct Is that essentially What you were saying Like yeah. our next step of, of us is Destruction of ourselves Yeah Okay Is it Is that a Is, is that where we're going to next through, through colorism And all of that Like how would How will it happen I, I, I don't I'm not sure But I believe We would actually Destroy ourselves I, I mean we're, we're not, already doing it, right? Yeah. Like, and it's going to get worse over time. I believe we're one of the strongest beings on planet Earth. I don't... If you look at Earth, Earth is, is brown. Everything from the Earth, like a tree, is brown. Everything is like us. Mm. we like the strongest things walking. And if they can psychologically fool us to destroy ourselves, it'll just be them left. We're already doing it. Yeah. I don't you know. think we're getting better, though. No. no. You think we're getting worse? Nope. Mm. I don't think we're getting better because it would have been... Bro, it would have been like blasphemy. It would have been ridiculous for in the back in the day, you know. And when I say back in the day, we can go forty years ago. It would have yeah. been crazy, you know, for a black man or artist to brag about killing another black man. Yeah, it would have been crazy. And what is the thing that drive us for the most part? Is media, music, specifically music. Yeah, that shit all in our music. Yeah. Headshot, 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 dead ops. Right. Your ops is some all of us in here the same way. Thick yeah. lips, thick tongue, you know. My nose ain't that big. I got that Caucasian nose. I won't lie. You know, I want to. That's the, a shame. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> no. said that's a shame. Yes, it is. You know, I, I want the big nostrils, I'm bro. I'm sorry, like. brother, but uh, <laughs> we are the only ones in this room that are full Negroes. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, like, I think we getting worse, you yeah. know. That just the, and I, I don't knock people for getting their money the way they get their money or whatever. That's yeah. your business, but damn, yeah. You would never have a Jewish, Jewish, uh, Hasidic Jew uh, saying something in, in regards to just a whatever other type of Jew saying he gonna this is op he gonna do this to him regardless of right. if they don't like each other. But right. you never have that, and right. it's just so easy for us to do something to one another. Yeah. Like, and the baby springing on old boy. Yeah, he like, just hit his partner. Just they like, couldn't talk about it. No, hey, you, we couldn't sit down and talk, bro. 
It's just a disagreement. Just, we got to be so aggressive. It's just with a each disagreement. Other. Yeah. Like, and I think I think we are. I don't think we better. I don't think I don't think we better. I think you know. I think in a lot. I think in some ways it's nuances. It's nuances. The shit. Yeah. yeah. In some ways we better, in some ways we not. We didn't took some right. steps back. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, yeah, Will yeah. Smith smacking Chris Rock. Come on, play. Yeah, that set us back. Right. I, don't, I won't say that. I won't yeah, give that. I won't give that. Because we can't give a moment. Right. Just a that one moment power, amongst yeah. amongst elites. Because let's be honest, and in the sense of a financial elites, you know, they we can't give them that much power mm-hmm. over our community. Right. We can't give them that. But it didn't set us back, but it's just like, it's. It's the movie. It's it's the it's it shows. Yeah, we ain't there yet. Right. Will we ever get there? I don't fucking know. These white people did such a great job. They I, did. I got to get them motherfuckers some hand claps. And, and they still got <laughs> most people claps. on on strings, and the monkey just turning, and they just sitting there clapping and doing yeah. what the little the dude is telling you to do. So, I I think we will get better. Honestly, um, there has been major changes in society that has improved. Um, but you are right. We are still on a setback. Yeah. Until we learn how to stop killing each other, like robbing each other just because you got a nice car and give me your car. That doesn't even make sense. You ain't going to be able to put gas in it. It's empty, nigga. If you got to rob me for the car, clearly you can't afford it. <laughs> <You can't afford. laughs> like, you can have it, but I don't know how long you're going to enjoy it, player. <laughs> this car is expensive. <laughs> like, insurance will get me the same car tomorrow if you don't kill me. Right. Like, but you can have the car, though. It's just a car. Yeah. You can get skates to do the same shit. Roll on wheels. That's all you You get in the machine. Like, come on, man. What if what if they thinking like that though? Like he looking at you like this nigga might have insurance. I can just take this. This ain't gonna hurt. I'm gonna take this car. He'll be all right tomorrow. He get a new car. I sure will. Enjoy your car. <laughs> <laughs> Has nothing to do with me. Yeah, yeah. but now nah, things will things will get better. I think too. I think too. I want to be optimistic about that. I don't want. I'm always optimistic. Though. I always yeah. think you know we'll do better. We'll get better. Yeah, yeah. Maybe so. Maybe so. Listen, comedy. Comedy, comedy, comedy. Let's go how I feel to be up here with two comedians right now. Uh, you don't have to answer that, Claire. Yeah, I don't even, want, I don't even want your million. opinion. <laughs> I don't even want your opinion now. Think about it. Who has 263,000 followers on TikTok? That uh, comedian, yeah. this is what okay, you're talking I'm about? Okay, I'm just a beginner. <laughs> I'm just getting started. I just started. My, how long you been doing comedy? Uh, for some years. For some years. Come on, Scott. I just yeah. started. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be your biggest fan, bro. Uh, you already are. <laughs> <laughs> You know what you told me the other day on the phone. Oh, here we go. Here go a quick one. He good with it too. Boy. <laughs> you know what he, he thought of it once he asked me the question about how you feel about being a real two comedian. Yeah, I know. How he, he thought of it soon. He said that was just triggering his brain. I know how his brain works. Yeah, you know. You know you just t- in case you say no, <laughs> I got something. But you got you got to have contingencies, man. This yeah. shit important. You got to have contingency in this life, shit. Absolutely. Listen, we appreciate you coming on. Absolutely, sure, we appreciate man. you coming on. You gave us a lot of game. You gave us a lot of information. Um, Willie Lynch was a real person. Uh, I don't know if I, I I meant to actually say the the book, the writings of him was that was that a real thing? It's some it's a documentary. I read. I told you I believe shit sometimes that's not true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> we all do. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you say I'm convincing, I'm gonna be honest. If it's a Caucasian voice, 
I might listen. I might. You, you know, cheese came from the moon, and I can guarantee you that, Sam. Take it to the bank. Damn, for real. Cheese came from, from the, the moon. moon. I'm spreading the word. Hell yeah. <laughs> the motherfuckers got us. Man, they do. The stronger they do. brother as I am. <laughs> I believe everything they say. Uh, can I get a number one with moon cheese, please? <laughs> Thank you. But no, really though, really, we appreciate you for coming on. It was an honor and a privilege to have you come on. Uh, a lot of laughs, a lot of seriousness. You know, thank you. No, yeah, no, real, thank real. you. I appreciate the invite on here, man. What you guys are doing is amazing, and I'm glad that I'm actually a part of this. Like, you got to send me the link to this. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Listen again. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for coming on. This is the Chop by T podcast where we get real. Raw, I think the conversation. Until next time.